0: Welcome to Popular Apocrypha, The show where we take characters and do what we want because we can and nobody told us not to. I'm Nick.
1: I'm I'm Tyler. Hey. Wait, and hold on. I'm Riley. Oh, spooky.
0: Welcome back I'm to Tyler. October. <laughs>
1: You're still Tyler. Anime <laughs> Tyler is here with us I'm today. I'm Tyler.
0: Um, so uh, in the vein of Spooky October, today we're focusing on Freddy Krueger. Before I begin, I want to issue a warning. Uh, this episode, due to the history of the character and the horror behind his actions, will include some discussion involving sexual violence and endangerment, mostly involving children. Um, we here at Papa Pock at no point wish to upset anyone or cause any discomfort or triggering of traumatic memories. If you think this will affect you in any way by us saying or, or regarding anything about these topics, please feel free to skip ahead or ignore the episode altogether. Uh, our goal here is to entertain and laughter, and we at no point want to put anyone in a position that is upsetting or traumatic to them. With that, um, let's dive on in, unless y'all have something else uh, to say. Uh, uh, do you want
2: to do a, like uh, anything about like socials or like what the podcast is about or anything? Or, do, or oh, did, oh, you, did you, you already mean, do that?
0: You want me to plug our, our social medias at our podcast? I um, mean, you do you, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to find anything else from us, you can go and check us out over on the social medias on Twitter and Instagram at... P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast. Uh, if you're looking for more of our t- our content, please head on over to our website at P-O-P-A-P-O-C dot com. And uh, if you want to kick a little our way or see some of our other stuff that we've been working on, you can head over to Patreon. That's P-R-A-T-R-E-O-N. Nope. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Nope. <laughs> There's a, I threw a couple extra letters in there. P-A-T-R-E-O-N uh, dot com forward slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. We got some really cool stuff over there you should go check out. Nice. Uh, no, hey, look at me. I did Nice. It. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um. Sweet. So uh, let's talk about Freddy Krueger. Uh, so Freddy Krueger was originally introduced on A Nightmare on Elm Street, the brainchild of Wes Craven. He was a child killer uh, in a small Ohio town called Springwood who used to kill his victims with a bleated leather-, leather glove that he crafted himself in a boiler room below the school. He used to take his victims down there before killing them. Um, eventually, he is caught by the police, but let off due to a technicality, and he is hunted down by a mob of angry parents who lived on Elm Street, uh, cornered in said boiler room, uh, and then the boiler room is lit on fire. The resulting fire kills Freddy Krueger. However, he comes back in a way that the mob didn't expect, um, instead haunting the dreams of uh, the children on the street. So he, he, his, his target is typically children and adolescents. And he comes back in their dreams to torment them before pulling them into the dream world and killing them. Um, He has some, like, crazy dream powers that uh, most people, like, just kind of brush off. However, Freddy Krueger is incredibly scary because not only can he hit you when you're sleeping, but can also kill you when you sleep. It's one of those weird, like, you die in the dream, you die in real life kind of situations. There are a lot of movies in this franchise, but the next one that really brings more information about Freddy... Is uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors. Uh, we we re- we get a little more information due to a weird nun who appears to Freddy's uh, a Doctor Gordon um, whose child is is in the movie. Um, Freddy's mom Amanda Krueger was a nurse at an asylum um, who was kidnapped by the criminally insane that lived in the asylum, uh, kept in the criminally insane wing for days. Who was then and she was then uh, raped repeatedly. Before being found barely alive and pregnant with Freddy Krueger, um, giving because they couldn't tell who the father was due to the hundreds of inmates down in this wing, um, he was called the uh, the son of a hundred homicidal maniacs. So it just keeps getting darker and a little more twisted as we go on in Nightmare on Elm Street Five. It's actually implied that Freddy figures out which one of them was his dad, um, but hates his mom for rejecting him. Uh, so there's just a lot of stuff in this movie, in these movies and in this series regarding like. That that dream and that that the whole like crazy gene and things like that and it, it's actually it's it's kind of sad and very um very upsetting to to watch and to think about all this stuff. Freddie takes out his rage on the children of Elm Street and uh, the children surrounding the the schools in Springwood, Ohio. So then later in Freddie's Dead, the final nightmare, it's revealed that the 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 kids that Freddie killed when he was still alive were all the children of people who had wronged him since childhood, um, people that he had bumped into at school or had trouble with just in in life in general um kruger also has a daughter in this movie Catherine, who seeks to shut down her dad's horrible legacy once and for all it is in this movie Freddy's dead the final nightmare uh in which freddie supposedly is killed for the final time he dies multiple times throughout the series he's killed at the end of the first movie and then comes back to life and again a couple other movies he just seems to have this reoccurring rejuvenation kind of situation going on where he keeps coming back no matter how many times he's killed. At this point, after the sixth movie, Freddy Krueger kind of takes a hiatus. He he doesn't appear for a long time until Wes Craven creates another movie and spinoff series called Wes Craven's New Nightmare uh, in which Wes Craven and his crew actually uh, are the characters. Um, in this one, it suggested that um, Freddy Krueger was just an idea but uh, actually takes place or takes shape in the real world through uh, an evil demonic entity, which follows around uh, a bunch of the staff and actually kills certain members of the crew. It's said that the guy who originally played Nightmare on Elm Street, excuse me, originally played Freddy Krueger in the movies, who was uh, Robert Englund, E-N-G-L-U-N-D, had the the creature following him around uh, in real life and tormenting him. Uh, in the movie, it says that our movie and TV series it says that uh, Wes Craven can't go to sleep because Freddy uh, Freddy Krueger comes to him in his dreams and torments him there. Uh, before eventually they defeat Freddy Krueger and destroy him, pushing him back into his fictitious world of the movies. Um, so they took this weird weird spin on it where Freddy Krueger is a demon in real life, um, not just in the movies, and is actually the cause of a lot of like crazy things that happen in the Los Angeles County area, including some of the uh, LA earthquakes. Moving forward, um, in 2003, Freddy teams up with Jason from Friday the 13th movies. Uh, he and Jason go around uh, killing people, doing what they do. Um, for some reason in this movie, Freddie has a hard time uh, using his powers to kill people. I believe it is because of some information that uh, revolves him on Elm Street that is sitting around somewhere. So everybody knows how he works and how, how he is able to attack them. So instead, he gets Jason to do his bidding. Um, until eventually at the end of the movie, he and Jason kill each other and are both sent to hell, but then come back once again here and there. In 2010, there's another remake of the original film in which Freddie is not only the uh, groundskeeper at a school, but he works at a preschool, um, kidnapping and killing, uh, children in the preschool before, um, the parents of the kids Lock him in his room and once again burn him alive. The whole thing around Freddy Krueger—it's next level twisted. He's a—he—he he, he preys on children, which is like that's that's up in its own mind. B. He's a sexual predator, which is twisted in in another way. And C. Has the ability to kill you not only in the real life but in your dreams as well. And it's it's just it's a really like a really dark twisted uh, world that um, Wes Craven made up. The most recent things that we've seen. From Freddy, as uh, he's been in a couple of video games. He's been in uh, Mortal Kombat, and most recently, he's been in Dead by Daylight, uh, where players can play Freddy chasing down the four survivors uh, around the map. Things to note about Freddy is besides his crazy dream powers, he uses this bladed glove that he formed himself. Um, in the 2010 remake, he formed it out of garden tools. Um, in the original films, he just formed it from scraps of metal he had around the boiler room. Yeah, it's basically a leather glove with blades on the fingertips um, the, uh, have either of you watched the movies? No, no, I haven't. Yeah. It's they're I mean, they're, they're cheesy cause they're old, but, um, the content and, and the information around Freddy is what really still makes them, uh, kind of spooky. Um, I've seen most of them. I haven't, there's a couple I haven't seen. Um, but I've seen pretty much everything except for the last one, um, which is Freddy's dead. Um, and they're, i mean like i said they're cheesy but they still hold up in a decent way mostly because the horrors um come more from the idea of what he does than from freddy himself
2: yeah um that that's what my understanding of freddy as well is that like like the whole like being trapped in hell i've heard a little bit about that in terms of um like freddy's power is like at least in part due to people being like afraid of him like being aware of him mm-hmm. uh it's like a kind of like a demon sort of thing that if you uh, if you believe in it it gives it power same sort of thing i think with freddy and that like once more people like are scared of him then like the more that he can infest those people's dreams
0: well and it, it's one of those things that uh in the first movie uh one of one of freddy's big advantages is the kids know about him so they try not to go to sleep um, they eventually get tired and fall asleep, whether they know it or not. Um, and that's where Freddy can really wreak havoc is the kids falling asleep without knowing it. Um, so at this point, the kids believe that he's just out in the real world, even though he's still in their dreams. Right. And so um, it's funny because in the original movie's knowledge of Freddy doesn't doesn't have any effect on him. But when you get into uh, the last one, uh, Freddy's Dead, it really, like or no, uh, Freddy versus Jason, it like that that that's what plays against him is the information that they have on Freddy in Elm Street, right? Right, right. And so it, it's kind of weird. They kind of back and forth on on what he can do and what he can't do. Um, what really runs his powers. Um, like you know, thinking about it and reading about it all and and all this stuff. Um, I really it was kind of one of those things. Like, I'm I'm mixed between hating Freddy and feeling bad for Freddy. Um, like his upbringing was rough. His, his mother's experience was awful. Um, and that formed his childhood and, and formed things. Um, uh, but then how he played out his anger and his rage and the the awful things he did makes me angry about it still, you know? And so Freddy Krueger has weird, like a weird effect as in, like, to me, he's less scary, more, um, infuriating. Like he makes me like his background, what he does, why, uh, not why he does it, but, um like what he does how many like how he hurts people and his target victims um just is a really like not I don't want to say, like a hot button but like it just infuriates me you know
2: I mean I I don't think he looks all that scary personally like he looks like a burn victim that wears a fedora and has like he's like Edward Scissorhands like yeah I I don't I don't know maybe maybe I'm just not the target audience for these films, but Freddy Krueger has never looked particularly scary to me. Right. Uh, whereas like Jason Voorhees, like looks moderately scary to me.
0: Right. Yeah. So, uh, and that's like part of it is, is, I mean, depending on your, on your target audience and I'm sure it was much scarier to see back in uh, 84 when he first, when he first appeared because of the novelty of it. Um However, with today's, new special effects um the the scary things quote unquote that we see here and there and all kinds of things um old school freddy and even the new school stuff he he just looks kind of cheesy he looks like a weirdo with a a bladed glove right wearing a hat and a wool sweater um like he's he's really i mean to me not that terrifying looking um however i'm sure if he grabbed me with his bladed glove i wouldn't be too happy about it
2: right no and i think that that there is like it is a scary concept in it At least so far as um, that, like, the being able to pull people in and out of dream reality like like blurring the like those lines and stuff like and like being able to like teleport like as far as like like i i remember seeing some sort of scene where like i remember vaguely watching at some point this like one scene like it was like a trailer or something for one of the freddy Krueger movies yeah and uh because like the dream stuff itself is the only part that really seems that scary to me and i remember that like because it's it's a dream like anything can happen, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this woman in a bath, like a bubble bathtub, of course. And like the like Freddy Krueger's like hand like comes up while she like has her eyes closed and like pulls her under the water and like the water drains out of the tub and she's just gone, right? Yeah, like right. like that that sort of like crazy dream stuff like happens. And yeah, that's kind of scary because there's a lot of unknown about that. Like, how does that work? How does that happen? How is that possible? What happens next? lots of uncertainty um so that's scary but like freddy krueger himself like his appearance and like what he actually like can do physically not, not not so excluding the dream stuff isn't all that scary to me
0: right yeah um yeah he's he's again to me not all that physically intimidating his his terror comes from yeah the idea of what he can do and his his past what he's done
2: So can you, can you remind me, uh, you might've already touched on it, so I apologize, but like what, what's the jump from his birth from, you know, his, his, his mother, the nun, uh, him being born Uh, and then him murdering children. Like what, what happened there?
0: His mother wasn't the nun. The nun just tells us about what happened to his mom. His mom was a nurse at the asylum. Oh, a nurse. Yeah. So she was a nurse, a nurse at the asylum was pulled into the the wing where they kept all of the criminals the criminally insane um and all hell broke loose for a few days and the criminally insane took over and yada 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 um there isn't a whole lot we know uh we know that um freddy krueger's childhood sucked for some, like because his mom viewed him as like i don't think it wasn't like a necessarily blamed him sort of situation more of a you're a reminder of the trauma that happened so that, that oh was, wait
2: so she kept the kid
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was why Freddie was born. Uh, keep in mind this, this all happened, uh, or all these movies came out before the early two thousands. Right. Um, so the, like the most recent one in the original universe was, uh, released in 2003, Freddie versus Jason. Right. And so like this all happened and it was, was talked about back in the uh, eighties and nineties in which, um, like abortion while it still kind of is, was much more of a hot button topic. Um, wasn't something that you could just go, like that that was okay or or something that that was recognized as as a woman's right uh was more frowned upon and demonized for lack of a better term so,
2: so. I, I i'm not i'm not meaning to step on any toes but i do need to do a quick fact check because i just looked up on my phone
0: mm-hmm.
2: um so uh amanda kruger was a nun choosing the name mary helena um as and she was the one that that uh, was lock, got accidentally locked into the 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 prison with those mm-hmm. inmates um, and then after uh, giving birth, uh, the infant was given over to the state and adopted by Mr. Underwood, an abusive alcoholic. But this it. is according to horror.fandom.com, so okay. I don't <laughs> really know if that's true.
1: Um, so is it is it Riley Idea Corner time yet?
0: Do you, do you want it to be Riley Idea uh, Corner time?
1: I mean...
2: I want to I hear all the ideas. Okay, okay.
1: So the the ideas that have been a-bubbling in my head yep. regarding Fred Krueger. Let's do it.
0: So... Change some things about this monster. My
1: My thing with, with Freddy Krueger, if I'm being honest, yeah. don't really want to personally touch the backstory regarding his mom and his birth and all that stuff. Okay. Um, or even what he did when he was human. I don't really want to touch any of that. Okay. Um, for a couple reasons. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so what my idea was then is to leave the fact that he was a horrible, horrible human being alone. Let that whole backstory stay where he got, you know, trapped in the boiler room or, or what have you and then lit on fire and, and died, etc. Right.
0: Et okay, so his background stays the same.
1: Yes. Now, we have a I, – I agree with Tyler that I think the most scary part of Freddy Krueger is the fact that he can attack you in your sleep, right? right? Because at some point everyone has to sleep, right? So it's like you can't hide in the house, you can't run into the woods, you can't you can't escape this thing. At some point you're going to have to face it. Right. And that's the scary part is like Something about being human requires you to sleep, which means that you are going to become vulnerable at some point to this monster, which is the scary part. And that's
0: that's what what ends up playing in the advantage of the kids, is they know they have to sleep, but they just pull them into the real world. Perfect.
1: (laughs) So uh, what I'd like then instead, because Freddy Krueger as the monster, his only really scary power is that he can attack you in his sleep. I mean, he's kind of a cheesy looking monster we've talked about already. Um, Some people... And the audience might disagree with that. But um, I think we change Freddy Krueger, the monster in the dream world, um, make him scary, make him ethereal, make him something of a demon. um, And everyone in the real world thinks this is Freddy Krueger, but it's not. When the murderer died, the murderer died. Right. But this demon maybe is masquerading as that or masquerading as the killer. So that it hides his true identity. It's kind of like how Pennywise is like a clown, Uh right? Versus the fact that he's actually this great evil entity that's existed from all of time, right? Like this this Freddy Krueger is masquerading as Freddy Krueger when actually he's this evil demonic entity that's existed. And if the kids knew how to actually kill him or whatever he's fighting knew how to actually kill him, then... You know he would be more vulnerable than just oh he's a murderer that attacks us in our sleep. Let's attack him like a normal person. I don't well, know.
0: That's the idea behind Wes Craven's new nightmare, though. Mm-hmm. Like like the entirety of it is, is uh, a de- a demonic entity takes the form of Freddy Krueger and then haunts Wes Craven and his boys, but and kills Heather and Camp's husband.
1: I, I mean I, I don't want to copy, but also I have this really cool picture. In my head of like this, you know, uh, jagged skin looking like the skin's almost kind of falling off of this creature. And instead of a like clawed uh, glove that this creature is wearing, it's actually like a demon hand that's like super gnarled up and has crazy spikes on it. But the other arm is just a human arm. Right. Like, hey, I don't know.
0: This is popular apocrypha. We do whatever we want because we can <laughs> So if you wanna, if you wanna, but I don't want to copy an idea. Hey, it's not copying if we're just gonna lean headlong into this. You know, it's like
1: so in the in the Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah, is Freddy Krueger ever shown?
0: Um, I haven't seen the show, so I can't tell you. Okay, I like, I haven't watched. Like I said, the the last one. Like I've seen the remake. The remake was trash. Um, and I've seen. Most of the Freddy films, um, but I haven't seen anything regarding uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare or the television show that they formed from that. Um, so I can't really tell you whether he's shown or not. Okay. I would assume he is at some point um, because he's it, it states that he's um, both played by and tormenting um, Engled. England Sorry, Robert England. OK, because uh, Robert England was the original Freddy Krueger and he reprises his role in Wes Craven's New Nightmare.
1: I guess that's fair i mean what what that's kind of doing is going meta with it mm-hmm. which i don't know if i, I don't i don't want to go meta with it right but i'd like the story around freddy krueger to be different in that you know the killer existed he was a horrible human being he died maybe this demonic force then used that as a facade you know i mm-hmm. don't know All Right. that's my if- that's my idea corner
2: What if Freddy Krueger is actually just a school teacher at this at Elmwood School or whatever? And the the movies that we see, and and what and what if Freddy Krueger is like the the victim of like a burn accident? And then the 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 movies that we see are like the stories that the kids make up about him.
0: Okay, so make it less of a like a a true horror kind of thing and more of a like kids retelling, kids gossiping about their teacher, spooky gossip. I mean,
2: it starts out as kids gossiping until one of them decides to go and uh, like snoop around Freddy Krueger's house and they catch him doing something like they can't see what he's doing because they're they're at his back and and, they, and they're, they're seeing him from, from the back and he's doing something and they like they like freak out and uh, and the kid accidentally dies. But Freddy is like blamed for it by the town and like the right. parents go and kill him. Okay. Like it starts out as just stories, as gossip about like this, like about Freddy Krueger, Mr. Krueger being this like horrible person, even though really he's just the victim of a burn accident. And then, and then this kid, or maybe this this group of kids, are are going to uh, snoop around his house, and one of them accidentally like falls and dies on some gardening equipment, and they blame, uh, uh, and the parents blame Freddy Krueger and and enact justice on their own terms. Right. And then maybe to bring in what Riley is saying, then a demon comes. It's like takes on the the visage, the visage of uh, Freddy Krueger and begins to terrorize the town.
0: Well, I think I think to to tie everything we've been talking about together so far, um, like we've agreed that the the terror from Freddy Krueger comes from that ability to attack you in your dreams, in your mind, you know. Um, Right. So like maybe this that plays out just perfect is. Is I mean we're we're swapping his background up a little bit here, but um, it's one of those things where, like, the evil entity takes the form of Freddy Krueger after seeing an opportunity after, um, mob justice gone wrong, you know, and like that entity playing off of your dreams, playing off of your fears, playing in your head. Like I think I think this is all, for lack of a better term, easily tied together.
2: Yeah, I, you know so, I, I'm thinking about it more and like like for there to be fear of like in the kids. They would be, I would imagine, very scared of the idea of Freddy Krueger after all of this, right? Like, he was already kind of this scary, uh, like, victim of a burn accident... And then from there, he uh, may or may not have killed some like a kid. And then after that, then he gets turned into this like burned body uh, or, or I don't know this. The, the parents go and kill him and that they are blaming him. And now what is the truth about Freddy Krueger anymore? And a, a demonic entity could very easily manipulate that in the dreams of these kids. Right.
1: So uh, to to kind of build on what you're saying, I say. We, because I'm thinking about this in still movie terms, right? Right, I say we pull a a uh, psycho uh, plot twist, okay? But about halfway through the movie, where these kids, and it's kind of it's kind of like it a little bit, but all horror genres kind of steal things from each other. But these kids are getting terrorized by this demon in their dreams from the beginning of the movie. It looks like Freddy Krueger. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's but it's got this crazy gnarled arm. It's got, and we can describe what the monster looks like later. But it looks like Mr. Krueger, who right. maybe we we take away all this like, all this uh, messed up backstory from right. Freddy, and we just make no, him Mr.
2: Krueger's a, a, just this mild mannered, quiet yeah. school teacher he that had this terrible geography. accident. Yeah, uh, he teaches geography,
1: mm-hmm. and uh, he had a burn accident, and he looks like the monster in their dreams. You know, maybe he's a little Uh, gruff because of having a military background or something. But, like,
2: otherwise, it's very truly
1: a a kind, mild-mannered man. And then you... So, the way that the movie is filmed, you know, it it pulls a whole Severus Snape in the Harry Potter thing. Where it keeps, like, dropping clues that Mr. Kruger is the monster. And, like, the audience is led to believe it's the monster. Mm -hmm. And then halfway through the film, when... The kids go to investigate Mr. Kruger's house, and one of the kids dies. Uh, and then the town turns on Mr. Kruger, and Mr. Kruger gets killed. You find out that the monster was just posing as Mr. Kruger, and Mr. Kruger is another one of the monster's victims. I think,
0: I think, like looking at it from a movie perspective, um, not showing how the kid died, just showing him going into the house and then showing like the backlash afterwards, yeah, could, could leave a lot of that suspense and and could like even the leave. Kid- that whole idea of uh, like, what is it that's doing it? Like, you, they, one of the things, like, make, make the viewers believe until the end
1: that it is Kruger and then you pull a twist on him. Right. Or, or maybe even Mr. Kruger is uh, like the doctor in uh, Friday the 13th, where he knows what's going on and yeah. he's trying to stop it. Right. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he secretly, um, you know, majored in, in neuropsych. In in college, and he's <gasps> just he's the, the school
0: counselor.
1: Yeah, he's a school counselor. Oh, there you go. That's well, <laughs> yeah. like in That's how He finds
0: out the cops know what's going on, and yeah. uh, Lisa knows what's going on. Lisa Stroud knows what's going on, but nobody else seems to know what's going on. And yeah. So like they're all trying to stop him, but oh no, you can't.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's trying to stop the the other Kruger. Retcon. I said Lisa. It's Laura. Laura. Uh, he's trying to stop the the monster Kruger, But then the monster gets the upper hand and turns the town against him and the monster wins in the end. Okay.
0: Um, Does Kruger ever figure out what's going on or do you think he's the unfortunate victim of awful circumstance?
2: I think that the movie could set it up in such a way that from the audience perspective at first it looks like Kruger is like maybe manipulating the kids, like it shows, like like counseling sessions with Mr. Kruger, right at the school.
1: Yeah, yeah, where he's like and, writing down their fears and stuff, and then it yeah. shows up in the nightmares.
2: Exactly, but but then really, he's just learning that all of these kids are having like like trends and tendencies across their dreams and 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 other like there's too much for it to just be a weird coincidence something weird like something terrible is going on here right. and he begins to we find out later uh he had been putting together an idea of what was going on when right. really it it looks to the audience like he's using this to manipulate the kids and to
0: kill them Right, like it's one of those things where like Krueger clearly has all this information on what scares these kids. Like he right. he's, he's talking to them about the weird dreams they're having, um, and like from the audience perspective and from the townspeople perspective, it looks like Kruger's sc- like screwing with these kids using some weird of some weird kind of dark magic to to mess with them in their dreams, and then getting a kick out of it by making them tell him about it. You know, like uh, some sort of weird victim playing kind of thing. Right. Um, right. So you you naturally have have done the thing where you've turned the audience. <laughs> And the town against Kruger, even though like we don't know at the time, Kruger is just trying to figure out what's going on and trying. Right, to be he's the best, trying to help. Yeah, the best child psychologist he can be. Um, until and so there, the town gets pissed off. Some kid through a dumb accident dies. One of his friends runs back and tells him, "Oh, Kruger killed this kid in his house." Yada yada yada. The town. They go.
2: They find the kid is dead. They like get, like they go and get Kruger. They wake him up. Like I I imagine yeah. that like the kid what we, well, the audience sees is it, like the kid sees a light on in kruger's garage it's like you know spooky dark nighttime and goes like creaks open the door and slowly walks into the garage and then like it cuts to the like like it like pans or or maybe just smash cuts in to like now it's a crime scene and then like there's police tape there's police officers mr kruger's getting hauled into a police car and everything and then maybe instead of them killing him in the boiler room um like maybe they uh are like maybe it takes a little bit longer that way we can you know we as the audience can find out before kruger dies that oh no he was actually trying to help but we know is the audience but the you know the townspeople don't know and so they they like lock him in jail but then the townspeople go and like they raid the jail and they pull him out and they kill him
0: yeah in uh like i said in the in the first movie and in the remake well not, i guess not the first movie i don't really show sure the background of the first movie but uh later on and in, in the remake it's one of those things that is like uh he's let off because there's no, like, through a technicality, and then the townspeople commit, like, crowd justice, right? That, that, vigilante right. yeah, that's exactly what mob I'm Mob justice. And so maybe it's something like that, where, like, uh, well, the police don't really have proof that it was Kruger, it just happened in his house. Like, they gotta let and, him go and, for tonight.
2: And, like, there's things that almost point to Kruger's innocence. Like, when they got to the house, they found the kid in the garage dead, but Kruger was, like, upstairs asleep in his bed, yeah, sort right. of thing. Like, well, what? And,
0: like, it, could, it could fall down to like, uh, well, Kruger was just moving things around in his garage and hadn't secured something, and the right. kid ended up walking into it or whatever is, is right, what, right. what it could end up being, but that's not what the town sees. The town sees this kid dead in there, in his garage, and uh, Kruger's been, he's always been the weirdo. He's always been kind of the outcast, the quiet guy. Like, why?
2: Yeah, so it just pits us and the uh, the audience and uh, and the town against him, and then he's taken to jail and then at some point between him going to jail and him dying, we as the audience are letting know that it's let it, it becomes known that, Oh no, there's still kids dying. And like, like, but like the townspeople don't know that, like somehow like the the kids are dying, but it's not being noticed. Um, and then, and then he's being killed.
0: Well, I think it could easily be portrayed like, like oh we think that we think that Krueger's got crazy evil black magic powers right because he's been screwing with these kids in their dreams and talking to well, them about like all their fears so like maybe he's just killing them even like without being present with them you know
2: let's you mean do... from the townsfolk perspective or from yeah. our perspective
0: well e- either one i mean we could we could we could keep it at both
1: let's do a a, a double a double twist okay <gasps> and it was Kruger the whole time where we like the you know the kid gets killed in kruger's garage kruger gets taken away we're then led to believe that kruger uh, knew what was going on was trying to research into what was going on and maybe uh kruger was working on uh up in his attic he was working on a uh a method of bringing weapons into the dream world by like either researching, you know, idealization, or maybe um, sleep paralysis, or uh, researching um, lucid dreaming, like, how can I bring weapons into the dream world to, like, fight this thing? And we see upstairs that his prototype dream weapon, uh, because maybe he does research into, you know, the more arcane or the more a gritty. The weapons look the easier they are to bring them over because they stick more in the human consciousness. Sure, is sure. A, is it is a blade glove
0: or or something something you make yourself that must be attached to you? Yeah, like without without a holster, something that couldn't fall off.
1: Yeah, and the kids find it, and then that's how the kids are able to maybe like attack and fight the demon in their dreams as they make their own weapons, it style. Yeah, and yeah, right. Um, but then we find out. That maybe through researching lucid dreaming or researching sleep paralysis, that Mr. Kruger summoned this demon.
0: Okay, so okay, so
1: so double twist. So like
0: he was tra- he was trying <laughs> he was trying to give kids a way to fight their nightmares, but in some like got the attention of some I don't know sleep demon or whatever. Um, yeah, dream demon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Caught the attention of something because. It, he now poses a threat, and that he the dream, opened a door exactly. And now the demon has has opportunity in a couple ways. One, because he's got a spooky looking weapon. Uh, two, because the kids are in the town are already kind of spooked of him. And like three, he's already he's already working with that dream weird in and out kind of stuff. So it it plays to the demon's favor perfectly.
1: Mm-hmm. So Ooh, an idea.
2: Oh. What if instead of the townspeople killing Krueger, what if he's taken to jail and he's like, well. I have to. Pr- I'm running out of time. These kids are in danger. I need to prove my innocence. You know, all this is happening. So he like forces himself into some sort of like sleep sleep paralysis and goes and fights it, fights the the demon, the dream demon, but loses. Yeah, it dies.
1: Okay. And dies. And what if the and then people think he just committed suicide? Yeah, you, what right. If the right. The demon exactly then,
0: like frames it like it was a suicide, like he killed exactly. himself, and but is still able to ter- terrorize the kids because it was the demon the whole time and not Krueger.
1: Yes yep yes Ooh. but i think yeah I think it's
0: spooky to make it as like misleading as possible we don't learn this till the end like this is this is stuff that we can't learn until like the climax of the movie mm-hmm. um what if I,
1: I don't know how we do that but so maybe it's... when the kids go to fight the demon they see kruger there as well mm-hmm. fighting the That's demon
2: a, yeah that i was gonna say it like so when kruger's in jail he goes fights the demon and loses but we don't know that we just see him, like, enter a sleep paralysis, and then we see the demon, like, in a kid's room, like, like tormenting a, a kid, right? Like, that's the next scene. So, it, it just looks like Kruger is just going and attacking a kid. Right. Um, what when if, uh... in reality, what happens is, uh, when the monster defeats Kruger, what if that separates Kruger? Like, what if, what if the monster doesn't kill Kruger, but just traps him? And so, Kruger's body dies, but Kruger's mind doesn't? And so what if the monster keeps Kruger locked away, like in the dream world, and then the kids at the very end of the movie, uh, when they're trying to defend themselves from like the final attack from the monster, what if they they, like find Kruger locked up somewhere, like in this like crazy dream dungeon or something, like Like they find
0: him. Yeah, Yeah, and maybe in the
2: dream dungeon, because it's his mind, not his body, mm -hmm. they don't know who he is because he doesn't have the burn scars and they're like Ooh. Mr. Mr. who what, we got to get we got to get you we, can you help us defeat the monster we got to get out of here and he's like and 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 he like reveals that it's he's Freddy he's he's Fred Krueger right. and they're like but you're you're the, you're not the monster and it, that's when it's like revealed that oh no he he was innocent the whole time right
0: and and that's when we flash back and you start to see like things unfold from Freddy's perspective from Fred's right, perspective right. cuz i think i think the whole movie probably follows the elm street gig pretty closely where the protagonists are the the young adults in the town like the adolescents yeah, right for sure um and so like that they're who are fighting freddy and they're the ones who are dealing with freddy and the adults are all uh oh there's no such thing as a, as a dream ghosts you know dream monsters i yeah. eh, just go to bed exactly it's like what's your problem just go to bed like and they keep telling him like oh they're freddy krueger and i was like there's uh just stop knock it off you know
1: yeah, the nice geography teacher? No way. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> or the nice counselor. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, in the in the original movies, like the big thing is they keep shrugging them off, but you can tell, like, all the adults when people someone says Freddie Krueger, like they react weirdly, but then they're just like, "No, uh, uh-uh, quit being a weirdo." Like, where did you hear that name? You know, like brushing it off. Um, and it's it's kind of like implied that there's still that fear and almost like guilt over what happened to Freddie you know and so like that's something that that could easily be played in here is is the town being like oblivious to or just straight out ignoring the kids pleas for help or whatever
1: yeah i I think this is a cool movie
0: the the new one here yeah it's i think it's different Uh but it doesn't it doesn't take away from the idea of that scary dream dude you know yep
2: so then, at the end of this movie, like the the kids have like grouped together in the dream world, they find f- Mr. Kruger locked up. They like can't break him out. He's like too locked up under the demon's like power or whatever. And uh, and then the monster shows up, and it's the kids versus the monster. And w- what happens?
1: Uh, I think a lot of the I- I'm picturing. I don't want it to be too much like it, where there's like a, a group of kids. Kind of almost want it to be like maybe. Or do you want it to be like one kid? Well, maybe, like, maybe it's one kid and his brother, and the friend is the one that died in Kruger's garage. Now it's just a kid and his brother. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. I like that. I like
1: that. I think these kids go to fight the monster on its own terms after they've learned from, you know, Kruger's notes and stuff, like how to bring weapons in and how to fight it. Um, And maybe what. Kruger does is he learns while imprisoned, while his mind is imprisoned, um, how to uh, how to lucid dream using now just his essence. So like he maybe like sacrifices himself to be able to control the demon's kind of dungeon and maybe help the kids fight the demon. Well,
0: so I think I think something interesting here is is we could use this as the kids are using uh Kruger's research, quote unquote against him, right? Like they believe that Kruger has found a way to get into the dream world with weapons and hurt them, so they're gonna do the same thing. But it turns out like, like we would like we know as, as the creators of this, you know, um, that they're working alongside Kruger, but the kids think that they're doing it actively against him. Mm. You know, one of those things like like he killed our friends, so now we're gonna use his research against him and kill him in the dream. And then they get into the dream and it's not Kruger, it's this other entity um, and they meet up with Krueger, and kruger's like, "Dudes, I'm I'm a chill cat. Why are you being such?" D-ds? And that it just goes forward from there.
2: What if the end of the movie is like they find Krueger, and he's like, "No, no, you can't be here. No, he's coming." And then like like there's like a shadow. Like the so the perspective is like the the camera is behind the kids, uh like just to the side a little bit, and then they're looking into like a. I don't know, some sort of weird like cell or something, wherever Mr. Kruger is locked up. Um, and then uh, there's like a big shadow appears behind the kids, just off to the left, and that and like like maybe there's like a maybe there's a scream or maybe it just cuts or something, and that's like the end of the movie. I kind of want the kids not to survive.
0: Really? Okay. Oh, well, I, I mean, I mean
2: to just in terms of like, I mean. From what Nick was saying about like how the Freddy Krueger movies operate, they don't. <laughs> like that's no, not really how no. they work. There and, I mean, was... we can change that, but I kind of want to keep that.
0: There was w- one survivor in the first movie?
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of want the like six kids the the kid's brother to die. Oh, okay,
2: one it. of them to die. Okay. Okay. So they 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 try to fight it and Krueger like finds a way Mr. Krueger finds a way to like break out of his cell for a moment and like Save one of the kids. Oh, what if he like has to choose which kid, and then he saves that kid oh, and the other God. one dies.
0: Pick your favorite kid. Pick your favorite kid right now. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! I don't know. I'm I'm so. The whole idea behind horror movies
1: is is that we throw in another twist. Oh, and it's just his imaginary friend. The brother <laughs> is just his imaginary friend. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs>
0: the well, brother I'm, was
2: the monster the entire time.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like the, like a lot of the stuff behind horror movies is, is that suspension of of a belief right and like being able to or suspension yeah suspension of uh disbelief. disbelief yeah um where you can you can buy into it and that's I mean like while a lot of stories and stuff uh use that it's like horror movies require that you do to be scary um and so maybe it's one of those things like, like i'm I've always been a big fan of the horror movies where nobody survives or or like tyler said like it gets to like the final battle scene and stuff cuts because that that leaves it hanging that um for a couple of reasons allows you like i i like as um as a plot device because it a allows the viewer to design the ending themselves which yeah. then leads to leads to conversation leads to leads to stuff like this where where we sit down and we talk about movies and, and characters and stuff where whereas um like having someone survive at the end and like kruger or the monster being defeated um very much limits your own Ability to suspend disbelief and and create the creature in your mind yourself right um it's like like movies like uh the babadook right um where it's scary because you don't see the creature and so you have to your your mind does the scary for you yeah you know um yeah and like it's stuff like like the end of the movie is scary not because you watch them die but there's that that terror that suspense and then it cuts you know yeah, yeah, um, I like that too. Because it allows your brain to go in so many different directions. And, and some people, well, the kids win. Others, the kids definitely don't win. Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, I I agree with the like it needs to have a cutoff, but I don't think it should be because in my head, the battle, like the fight with the monster, is the climax. So it's weird to like cut the movie at the climax and not have another like sequel or anything, right? Because well, then it's like, well, now there's, there's been this whole buildup and nothing. So I kind of want the the battle to take place. Maybe Mr. Kruger sacrifices himself. Whatever. One of the the brothers dies. They think they've defeated the monster. The kid wakes up. The parents uh, also wake up because it's morning. Maybe the kid wakes up to screaming in his house because the parents found the brother dead in the bed, like in the in the room over. But the kid knows what happened, but the parents don't, and so they're freaked out. Da da da. You know, it, it, it jumps cut jump cuts to Mr. Kruger dead in his cell, Um, you know, looks like he fell asleep and like maybe his throat was slit and they think it's a suicide. But we know that the monster killed him in the final battle or whatever. And then maybe what the, the scary thing is, is maybe the kid goes to Mr. Kruger's funeral and no one else goes. Like, it's just a the kid there. And, mm. you know, they they don't. They, they do like just a rites. They don't have a funeral. No one's planned it for him. He just gets lowered into the ground. And maybe as he gets lowered into the ground, the kid hears the demon like laughing from the coffin and uh, like it cuts. Okay. Ooh, um, I, I
2: really like that. A slight alternative, uh, with, um, a minor difference is one more twist on top of it. Uh, <laughs> what if so the, the kid wakes up? screaming parents found brother dead and then it cuts uh to the kid visits uh the that goes to the funeral because obviously like we don't even have to show that kruger died in a cell we can just go straight to the funeral because it's i mean it, it's self-explanatory um that like kruger died and uh then uh kruger's being lowered in uh and then like um and there's nobody else there like uh it's just the kid and like maybe like one person like operating the thing right to like lower lower the 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 coffin in and the kid uh here like maybe hears the laughing and then it's not from the coffin and it's from the operator of the machine lowering the coffin into the ground and it's and it's like it's Freddy Krueger but not like something's wrong that's definitely not Mr. Krueger and then he realizes that he didn't wake up.
0: Oh shoot. There you go. Uh, and well, that's the cut. It's, it's one of those things like, that's a good one. Like in, in all this, what I want to avoid is the creature loses and then comes back. Yeah. You know, cause that, that trope is done in every, <laughs> yeah. every old school horror, like the Halloween movies, um, Michael is killed and then he's gone and you just know he's out there. Um, the Friday, the 13th movies, uh, Jason dies, but at the end you still see him twitching. Um, for the night on elm street movies um freddie's killed but then kind of like the ending here somebody's in a dream and sees him you know it's one of those things like like the last I, I just i really want to avoid that trope of creature dies then comes back you know because
2: yeah i, I don't to... want the creature to die i want mr kruger to die yeah. and for there not to be any real visual as to what happened to the creature just that there's this presumption that the kid escapes right but then finds out like then realizes at the and the last 5 seconds that he's still dreaming
0: yeah because at the end of those movies never am I like oh he's still out there at the end of my at the end of my at those movies the only thing going through my head is oh they left it open for a sequel like it's never the the scary oh he's still out there thing it's always the okay they're giving themselves the opportunity for round 2 like that's kind of why i like the 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 cutting where everyone dies because there's no guarantee for round two because the monster got his, got his way, you know? And so, I don't know. Um, yeah. I like this idea though, that, that, uh, maybe there's something twisted about the kid surviving, you know? Um, maybe something, something's a little bit off about, about that. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just, it probably falls on a personal preference, but, uh, I'm super willing to go with, with that idea of, um, the kid wakes up, but doesn't wake up.
2: Yeah, I, I don't want the kid to survive ultimately, but I want that to be like the twist is that we think he survived and then at the end he definitely didn't. That, I mean, it, that, cuts, that it cuts, So we don't know for Wait. sure, but like he definitely died. Yeah.
0: I got it. I think I got it, guys.
1: I oh, think I got oh, okay. it. Okay. Okay. Spill it before so you explode. So in, in D&D, <laughs> right? In Dungeons and Dragons, because I play a lot of it, um, there is a spell that lets characters walk through the ethereal realm It's basically like lucid dreaming, but as a spell. And what it lets the characters do is it lets you walk through the ethereal realm and then access portals to different planes. But you are always attached to your body through a chain. Like there's a a ethereal rope that extends from the back of you in this plane. And in theory, you will always get dragged back to your body with the rope, right, when you want to wake up. But there are monsters that exist in D&D that can cut the rope and instantly kill you because they've severed your tie to your body. You get trapped in the ethereal realm, but your body then dies. So what if, similar to that, these kids learn how to lucid dream, which is how they're able to fight the monster. Right. We see all through these cuts that these kids have something on them that designates that they're lucid dreaming, that they've got a, a rope tied to their leg or a rope tied to their back or something. The fight happens. They think they kill the monster. Da-da-da-da-da. We then see the kid wake up and he's walking around, but he doesn't have the rope on. Right. So we assume that he's So we assume it. assume he's awake. Right. We see the monster then at the very end, but he doesn't have a rope, which means the monster cut his rope, so he's trapped
0: in Ooh, this I like world. That. I was because like,
1: then when we're maybe when, when we're introduced to Mr. Krueger, yeah, who's trapped in the world, he doesn't have a rope, which is how we learn what it means to be trapped. You don't have the rope. You don't have the tie. Yeah. Right. You're, you're trapped in this world. Right. And like so because okay. then it makes you realize once the monster's there audience members who walk away are just like oh whatever the monster's like in the real world now yeah but then the other audience members who realize oh no it's still the dream world his rope got cut he's stuck there yeah yeah well and I think I think maybe to really sell
0: that you'd have to show a scene of somebody getting their rope cut hmm because um, I,
2: I think you could just show it in like in the background and not point it out, and that way it would only be for those that really notice it
0: that pay attention. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be something like obviously like oh uh, the
1: the the entity goes and cuts the rope. Yeah, or or Kruger says it. Yeah, when he's talking to the kids, says don't let your rope get cut.
0: Yeah, just just so maybe it's just an offhand comment. Maybe yeah. that's all it is. Like it's no attention's really drawn to it. He just says something, either in passing or something like that. And I mean, you can draw your own conclusions from it. Yeah. Um. That way, it's not something obvious, like super tropey,
1: where like, oh, obviously they gotta yeah. protect this rope, and then the kid goes to the funeral and spins the top, and the top doesn't stop spinning.
0: Oh wow! Now we're in Inception. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. because when, I... when you said something about like they need something, they have to have an item attached to them. I'm like, so they have totems now. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them we're has five a, layers. Ha- deep. Yeah, have a has a forever spinning top. Like what the hell?
1: <laughs> this is actually um, Cobb's um, childhood. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, this cool, is, a, cool, this cool, is the prequel to Inception.
0: Well, we've made a really <laughs> weird a
1: really strange universe with that one. Um, so unless there's any other changes there, I'd just like to talk about what the monster looks like. And then I, I think we've got this down packed. Okay. I'm
2: I'm happy.
0: So you uh, you're suggesting by saying what the monster looks like, we see the monster on screen.
1: Uh see that uh not so I I think that we need to Talk about hints that get provided by some parts of the monster that are seen, Okay. that then tie it to maybe Mr. Kruger. right? Because like cause, you see an arm that's burned, yeah. or you know,
0: like... well, because earlier in the earlier during the the rebuild of this movie, we mentioned that the creature takes the form of Krueger mm-hmm. in the dreams right, to torment yeah. the kids, right? Um, and is I don't know feeding on their fear or whatever, yeah. So by by talking about what the monster looks like, we are now assuming that it takes the form, not Kruger, at some point in the movie. Um, but um, like the, the whole shadow on the wall thing, I think, is a, is a trope that can be super cheesy or can be used in a way that gives the viewers an idea of what's going on, but not anything solid. Right?
1: Well, I, I love what the Babadook does, where it does show the monster sometimes, mm. but it's slow and intense and methodical shots right. it's not like oh this thing is running at you or oh this thing like just grabs you and gores you yeah it's like terrifying suspense of i see it and it's just standing there well
0: it, it's like in the in the conjuring universe when you see like the nun or the the lipstick demon that's actually his name is lipstick demon um it, you you see him in the background more often than not they're just there you know And that's what's scary about it is it's not charging the camera. It's not chasing the enemy, like the the enemies. It's not chasing the protagonists. uh, It's just there. It's just looming. It's just in the area. And I'm, so I like those, but I don't always like when they show it, like, like in the Babadook, there's great scenes where you get a shoulder or you get like a movement of cloth here and there. And like, that's what's scary. Like when, when she looks across the street and she sees something behind her neighbor, but it's only kind of an outline and maybe a hat, you know, like that's, right, that's right. the kind of like not foreshadowing, but suggestive shots that really get you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think that's probably all that we really see in the dream state. I think that the, we also get clue context clues from the kids, like seeing the monster and maybe saying Mr. Kruger or like, you know, yeah. Some, some context clues there.
0: Well, and, and like that, that, that scene, like that we we're talking about, like a shadow falls over the kids, like that shadow doesn't have to be humanoid, you know? Right. Like, no, that, it doesn't. Like that, that could be the area where you hint at the monster being something real crazy, for sure, for sure. Um, and I don't know, like, because at that point it's just a silhouette, unfortunately, or like the shadow of something, so it's not going to be like defined characteristics. Um, but you could you could say like, all right, the shadow falls over, and you could tell like this looks like horns, this looks like spikes here. Yeah,
2: I think it could it could even be less like carnally physical than that like it could be like there's like a like a like some kind of like mist or maybe like a swarm of like what looks like an insect or like there's all kinds of different ways that we could go about representing the physical appearance of the uh, of the monster in the dream state
0: what do you, what do you think of fair grief because i didn't mean to just like take your idea no, and no, no, no. shatter it because that's no. not that's not the goal here
1: no i uh i'm just trying to think yeah how to do how to in- incorporate it. I yeah. think because I like the idea that it, it
0: has a form of some kind outside of like, it's like, what does it look like when it's not pretending to be Kruger? Um, I just like, like, what does that look like? How do you represent that? And then what does it look like to show it on screen without showing it on screen? Right. Hmm. And by all means, if you want to design a spooky demon right now, and then just be like, all right, and we see a shoulder in this scene or something like that, where it's like, all right, we, well, we've designed this monster, but, it's never actually shown on screen.
2: I'm I'm also kind of okay with it only really taking a a an appearance that looks visually similar to Freddy Krueger too. Like that's all that we ever see of it, at least, because that's that's spooky. Because yeah, then, like, which ones which ones Krueger and which ones not?
1: Mister Krueger always wears like a trench coat and a like a fedora to wear. You know, yeah, the fedora. Yeah, shadows classic. have a trench coat and a fedora or something, and then it maybe could also be like.
2: It's an oh, old
0: detective is like an old detective noir kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could also uh, be
2: something more like, um, like when we see, like, in, it it might become, it might be something that's shown increasingly throughout the film, where when we see Kruger, it's Kruger, and he looks like that, like you just mentioned, and then when we see Kruger, and it's not actually Kruger, it's like Kruger, but then like behind him, behind this like Kruger is, um, like. Like, a, like I don't know, like some sort of like like a glitchy or like fuzzy, vi- like visually fuzzy, like black shadow that uh uh like is obviously like puppeting the movement, like moving the arms and legs and face and stuff.
1: Oh, so like Kruger moves kind of jerking like a like a marionette, I think. And yeah. yeah exactly. And every time a joint oh, moves, God. you hear a bone crack. Oh, dear. yeah. yeah it's like it's creaking and through cracking. the wall. I, God. And, also uh,
2: sim- kind of similarly to Pennywise when the monster Kruger, the monster version of Freddy Krueger like talks or laughs or whatever um or like responds to any kind of stimuli visually um like there's always just then not always but there's there's sometimes there's just a little bit of a pause it's yeah, that's that's a little bit too, too long
0: yeah like, it, it took just like like it's lagging or something you know yeah exactly <laughs> like there's exactly. something something off it just takes a second too long to respond to stimuli Yeah,
2: and that's very Pennywise, but it's creepy, so I'm okay with it.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean tropes work. Tropes. What you put in behind (laughs) the person talking is a really subtle um, white noise, high pitch frequency. Ooh, yeah, like that. It just comes through every time it's talking. Like, yeah, okay, I I dig that. And I'm happy.
2: I'm very happy with this.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay,
0: so real quick, just to point out, every time we do one of these these scary monster things that we do, uh-huh. we end up creating a character that I'm gonna go home and dream about tonight, and I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> off. Okay? I mean, this is badass and scary as hell, but I'm gonna be mad about it <laughs> tomorrow morning at seven when I get up for poor work.
2: Poor Mr. Krueger. Poor Mr. Fred Krueger. He was just trying to be a good school counselor.
0: Okay, all right. I, I love it. Um, before we do sign off, I wanna do I do wanna do who acts blank in this movie, and then I wanna do I wanna do the um small change because i've got i've got one sitting on my brain that i don't think is like huge but could be a sweet twist um so real quick who are we having play who so so just just to clear it up right now we have three kids for sure yeah and then and the um counselor. the yeah kruger right who plays both counselor and spooky kruger yeah spooky kruger mm. um what are y'all thinking i want i want willem defoe as kruger <laughs> really yeah I'm, I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, because like he, he's a—I I think he's a great actor, um, and he, he has the ability to be spooky as hell. Um, yeah, he does. Like, like in uh, the Spider-Man movie, when he's playing the Goblin, like when he starts get when he starts going mad. Yeah, he's like, freaky. Like, he's scary. Like, yeah, he, that's fair. And so, and you add you add practical effects to that, and
1: I think Willem Dafoe has has the ability to just scare the shit uh, out of you. Who's the? If someone with a computer, who's the lead? actor in a cure for wellness uh the young guy yeah
2: in what sorry a cure for wellness wellness. oh
1: dane DeHaan. he's real real good at making you just distrust him right i don't know what it is but i just was watching his performance in that movie and it was just like you don't appear to be like you you have something else going on and like Having him play a counselor who's like well intentioned but just kind of off, would
2: yeah. D- Dane DeHaan would be a good choice for that. Well, yeah.
0: Funnily enough, he plays the Green Goblin in uh, he he plays Goblin's son.
2: Oh yeah, in in the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield instead yeah. of Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he plays huh. ha-
0: he plays Harry Osmond. Well, okay, that's uh, that's yep, that's funny. I could I could see that he could he could do a good job with that. He's he's really young though. Is is the only or he he's young looking. Uh, well, which is only like, I mean, think hic- of all the horror I movie have.
1: tropes of like the old doctor or the old like that knows what's happening, right? Like, yeah. ha- have a younger guy who's just really smart and intelligent and can research and knows what's going on.
0: Okay, okay, I like it.
1: All right, now the kids. The yeah. kids though. The, that, the, that, the, so there's the,
2: three kids. There's the kid that dies in the garage. There's yep. the 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 brother, and then there's like the main kid.
1: Yeah, I think Finn Wolfhard should be the kid that dies in the garage. I was. Cause he's been I'm
0: not thinking Finn Wolfhart, but he's I can do been, that.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been the star in a lot of things. Right. So make him one of the child stars. Yeah. Make him likable, and then him. have him die. Him and then everyone's like, yeah. "What? What?" That would be lol. Um, well,
2: there's yeah, shoot. Like let it. me find the name of this actor that I'm thinking of. One sec.
0: Well, because I was I was definitely thinking for the kid that dies in the garage. Who's the other one? Who's the other one in Stranger Things? The one, with the curly hair, um, missing teeth uh cur- oh. curly hair oh there it is yeah, gotten mazarazzo his, what's his G- first name gotten g-a-t-e-n gaten gotten
2: uh gaten i think
0: gaten, gaten mata yeah I, I, um, thought, I thought of him as the kid who dies because he can play play that that side role very well
2: I, I i think it would be funny personally if it was finn wolfhard just because i i like riley's point that like he's been he's having a moment right now and he's like kind of a star in a lot so i think it'd be funny if he was like kind of killed off kind of early on yeah um right. Pull, know, those, pull uh, one of those big Bryan name Cranston. things and
0: then have him die. Yeah, yeah
2: pull God's love, Brian Cranston. And then um, for the the brother, uh, I would love it to be that kid, Nick,
1: that you were just mentioning. Okay. So uh, I kind of want to... Ra- oh, oh, sorry. I, possible retcon. I was, it's a brother and sister.
2: Yeah, I was going to say okay. that the main character should be uh, an older sister.
1: Yep. Okay. Perfect. And
2: I was going to say, uh, her, the, the actress that I was thinking of, her name is Millicent Simmons. And she's the main uh, kid actor in The Quiet Place.
1: Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. she's great. I'm down. I'm down for all those picks.
0: Um, hey, thank you guys for listening um, to this episode. Uh, um, and I hope you guys enjoyed our changes we made. Um, if you didn't, or you have changes of your own, or you have things you think we could improve it, let us know. Hit us up on the Twitters or the Instagrams over at popapoc podcast. Uh, Like I said, you can check us out on our website at POPAPOC.com or if you want more of our our information, if you want more of our stuff that we uh, make um, and some of the cool stuff that we do outside of just the regular podcast, you can head over to the Patreon. We got some stuff over there. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys and with that um, arbitrary changes what do you guys think
2: uh, Mr. Kruger when he's in the uh, the the dream place um, instead of being played by Willem Dafoe I'd like him to be played by Patrick Wilson okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when he's not like burn victim uh, Freddy Kruger it's it's Patrick Wilson I mean they can
1: oh, just take okay. the prosthetic off Shh, no that's not how that works <laughs> no
2: that makes
0: too much sense <laughs> Okay. I'm just I... trying to pull
2: in as many Aquaman actors as I can. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just get Jason Momoa in there. Yeah,
0: just just drop it in there. You mean Spider-Man? You said Aquaman.
2: Yeah, no. So in Aquaman, Willem Dafoe and Patrick Wilson are both in uh, Aquaman. Oh, really? D- oh. DC one, yeah.
0: I haven't seen it, so I couldn't tell you. Um <laughs> yeah, they're both in it. Okay, so the one I wanted to do was, in real life, um, Krueger is right-handed. But in the dreams he's got a left handed glove on.
2: You mean the, the, the evil one has a left handed glove yep, on?
0: Yep, the evil one uses gotcha. a left handed glove. Just just a little hint kind of thing. And actually a, kind of a callback to um one of the uh a, a blooper in one of the Freddy movies where uh in in one scene he's right handed and, and like in the in, in the next scene the gloves on his left hand and then it goes back to his right hand later. Oh. It's just it's just a bad cut where they mirrored it but didn't didn't realize it. Switch. Yeah, and so he uh he was he was left handed for a few minutes.
1: <laughs> um, my arbitrary change is that although maybe we see shadows of this glove contraption or this scary looking instrument of death, um, whenever the kids die, we never see how they die. We just yeah oh the absolutely fills it in in their head of all, how they got all killed.
0: all deaths happen off screen. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, one hundred. We don't even see. We don't even see the after effects. We just yep. assume horrible, horrible things yeah. happened. We, yep.
0: Funeral after funeral. Welcome to the funeral. of The movie. Welcome to us. my
1: funeral. What?
0: What? Welcome to... The Black Parade. Oh, I love that song. When
2: I I'm
0: Every time we do one of these these scary monster things that we do, uh-huh. we end up creating a character that I'm going to go home and dream about tonight, and I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off. <okay? laughs>